Music and fun. Miskin Radio. Got our guests in place. We've got comedian Paul Merrick and we've got musician Izzy B.U. She's going to be doing a couple of live songs. We're going to play for you a very special session that was from last week. So Alana Hazard performed our 99th live session and she did a cover of Ed Sheeran's Shape of You. Isn't the best place to find a lover So the bar is where I go Me and my friends at the table Doing shots, drinking fast Then we talk slow Come over and start up a conversation With just me And trust me, I'll give it a chance Take my hand, stop, put the van on the jukebox And then we start to dance I'm singing like, oh, you know I want your love Your love was handmade for somebody like me Come now, follow my lead I may be crazy, don't mind me Say, boy, let's not talk too much Grab on my ways and put that body on me come now follow my lead come now follow my lead mm-hmm. I'm in love with the shape of you be push and pull like magnets do although my heart is fallen too I'm in love with your body Last night you were in my room And now my bedsheets smell like you Every day discovering something brand new I'm in love with your body Ooh, I, ooh, I, ooh, I, ooh I'm in love with your body Ooh, I, ooh, I, ooh, I, One week in, we let the story begin We're going out on our first date Oh, you and me, we're thrifty, so go all you can eat I feel your bag and I fill up your plate We're talking hours and hours about sweet and sour And how your family is doing okay Then we leave in a taxi Kiss in the backseat Make the driver make the radio play Girl, you know I want your love Your love was handmade for somebody like me Come now, follow my lead I may be crazy, don't mind me Say, boy Let's not talk too much Grab on my waist and put that body on me Come now, follow my lead Come now, follow my lead Mm -hmm. I'm in love with the shape of you We push and pull like magnets do Although my heart is fallen too I'm in love with your body Last night you were in my room Now my bedsheets smell like you Every day discovering something brand new I'm in love with your body
That was our 99th session last week. Uh, it's Alana Hazard, and uh, the song was, of course, Shape of You uh, by Ed Sheeran. Uh, but it's all about tonight. For my first guest tonight is comedian Paul Merrick. Hello, Paul. Hello. And our musician in session is Izzy B. Uke. Welcome, Izzy. Hello. Um, and you've got the uke is in your name because you play ukulele, isn't it? Like, yes, stage. yeah, Lovely. yeah. Cool. I was thinking it was like an amazing um, sort of, oh, what's the word? What's the word um, that begins with C when things happen? Coincidence. Coincidence, that's it. I've, no. I thought it was like, <laughs> definitely like, yeah, yeah. I've been called <laughs> all sorts and uh, Izzy B. Uke is just Deja. Because <laughs> um, your surname is begins with B, that's why it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've had it a few times where it does create a bit of confusion, but um, I think when I was trying to figure out like a stage name, I was like, there are a lot of Izzy B's. <laughs> there are. There are a lot of Is it them. because it sounds like Busy B's? Kind of. I've been at uh, my first ever gig that I had actually was um, someone accidentally spelt my name like that as well. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, it could be worse. It could be Izzy Puke and then they say Izzy Puke. You don't I, want that. Nobody no, wants that. No, that is true. I've had Puke before. Mm. Um, the worst one was when I went to play at a festival in Hastings a couple of years ago. And it was in the paper and everything. My, my nan lives in Hastings and she was like, oh, uh, Oh, I've sent this over to you. And they went and they had a guest star of Izzy Brynina. And I was like, what? Added a few <laughs> syllables. Yeah, yeah. I have a really obscure last name anyway. So that was kind of like, uh, that is the most obscure I've ever heard my last name at all. And it could have been even worse. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so do, so do get in touch with us as well. Get in touch with us on Twitter using the hashtag the KP sessions. Um, and see what we're up to as well throughout the show on Instagram and Snapchat. We've got loads of stuff going on with little photos and videos throughout the show. Um, so, uh, Paul Merrick, uh, now you started comedy in the 80s. I did. But you gave it up for like, what, like 25 years? Yeah, yeah about it. 25 years of life taken over. Um, so yeah, I did it originally about 86, 87, and did about 25, 30 gigs. Um, primarily trying to get equity, uh, which most people, I think a lot of people started off in comedy with, with that aim, not necessarily to be comedians, but one of the few ways of actually getting equity in those days was to get paid work as batch doing, doing comedy. So I did it for yeah a couple of years, really, on and off. But um, life kind of took over and um, didn't do it again for 25 years. <laughs> but um, went through some kind of midlife crisis, which... Um, it was going to be gold. Did you get sports, sports car? No sports car. Oh. I've started doing stand-up comedy. But um, it's just one other hobby of keeping me in the pub, really. Your first show back wasn't a normal, nice, lovely little open mic surrounded by friends, was it? No. It, I, well, I, it wasn't really through anything other than idiocy that I, I chose to start, well, give it a go again at the um, at the comedy store at the King Gong night. Which, which is the like a big like King Gong thing where you get gonged off if you don't last more than five minutes. It's actually. utter bear pit, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know if you've done it, Kieran. I've se- I've seen it. I've been there watching it, it but no, it, I've not done it's, it. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's no pretty, pressure. It's pretty, it's pretty scary. You know? yeah. So it's a, it's a packed house full of people paying for your blood, mm. um, with three members of the audience given red cards, and to see whether you can get to five minutes or not and beat the gong. And I, I lasted about three and a half minutes. But were um, you not like insanely nervous before that? Like, knowing yeah, this I was terrified, uh, utterly terrified, yeah. Yeah, utterly terrified. I mean, I was, I was assisted by having had a few pints, but, oh. um, but nevertheless, still, still very, very nervous. But it went all right, um, and I really enjoyed it. And the, the, you know, it's, it's going your first gig you do in front of about three or four hundred people, mm. is, is pretty thrilling. So um, from there on, I went downhill and to sort of play to single figures. But um, yeah, yeah. So that's what that's what started me off. And again. like your material is, I mean, you. 
you create a character. You're not a character comedian, essentially, are you? But like you, it's a more absurd character. Yeah, it's just kind of like a, a character version good, of yourself. Yeah, it's got a huge exaggeration of myself. I think um, it's, it's an amalgamation of uh, lots of character traits that I've. I've noticed in people I've, I've drunk with in pubs mainly along the years, to be honest with you. Um, sort of the amoral, kind of um, unashamed mm. barfly. Is it kind person. of like, uh, I can't think of the, the the comedian, the one who's like the pub landlord, but actually... Al Murray. Al Murray. Well, there's certainly elements of that. Yeah, I mean, it's not, I'm not deliberately pinching stuff, but there's, yeah. there's certainly elements of the unreconstructed, same unashamed. Kind of thing. Yeah, in a way. I mean, in, in, certainly in the sense that... Um, yeah, he's, he's, it's not a particularly PC act, um, but it's, it's not it's not a non PC act either. But it's um, I hope not anyway. Um, but it certainly ho- hopefully highlights. You know, there are a lot of people out there who just live their lives like that and um, are very very funny to drink with. We it's wouldn't necessarily want to live with them. It's strange to think that people like that actually exist, though. Oh, there's, there's loads. Like when, of you, <laughs> when you're laughing and stuff, and the people yeah, must yeah. ask you off stage and say stuff. Well, the, the, well, the like, difficulty yeah, is, yeah, the difficulty is that people think it is me. So they're they're very sheepish coming up to me. Some people oh, at God. first thinking that must be a monster, um, <laughs> which um, hopefully I dispel that um, fairly quickly. But no, there are people. I mean, I live in Essex. Um, lived in Hackney for about 15 years before moving to Essex. So. Um, yeah, there's a lot of rough and ready pubs and a lot of yeah, a lot of really lively people, lively characters. So yeah, yeah, yeah. he's uh, so yeah, so he's, he's a character. Mm. It's not me. Okay, well, we're going to hear more uh, from you um, and from Izzy, of course, as well, uh, including a story uh, about Santa Claus and an Easter bunny as well. Um, so do get in touch with us. Uh, the hashtag is the KP Sessions. We're going to have two live songs as per usual and more from our companion Paul Merrick here on Miskin Radio. <laughs> That is Katie Forking's uh, f- uh, new uh, track for the show, new artist for the show. It's called Creatively. Um, so welcome to the show to Katie. Now, our guest, we've got Izzy B. Uke uh, in session and we've got comedian Paul Merrick. Um, now, Izzy, I, I particularly like your, uh, your social media bios sort of in, on Instagram and, and, and Snapchat and things like that. Your bio in it, it says substantially British. What does that mean? Oh, oh, it was spectacular. It's spe- oh, have spectacularly. Well, I mean, it means the same thing, but yes. Yeah. Spectacularly <laughs> um, British. I think just sort of doing, you know, I, I'm quite proud to be British. Um, I tend to do a lot of what British people do, which is, you know, go into queues, whinge about it, get stuck in traffic, whinge about that. Um, I like my tea <laughs> first thing in the morning. Got to have my biscuits with it. Um, just, just sort of the things that I think other things that you don't even realise make you like the culture that you're in like right. what makes me british is kind of just ha- who i am as a person um i'm not i'm very unabashedly proud really constantly apologizing <laughs> yeah oh god yeah that's one of my worst traits um that people tell me is that i i uh, i say sorry too much <laughs> Uh, you're currently recording your second album yes yeah yeah and like when when's that how's that going is it a stressful prime because I couldn't think of anything worse than recording an album Um, I think it must be so stressful it's fun I think the only stress is um, at the moment um, it's just kind of because I'm doing it with a friend of mine who has a home studio and we both uh, find it hard sometimes to keep up um, a schedule sometimes like I'll be working or I'll be away doing a gig over the weekends whereas she's um, working weekends and stuff and sometimes it is like we have to go in the evening sometimes as well we can't record during the day because it will pick up on uh, outside sounds mm. so that's the more kind of stressful bit is trying to get get together um, and coordinate our schedules um, but it's more fun when you're actually in there 
doing the recording and then I think the only stressful bit after that is sort of when you've done it and you've recorded it and my producer will go so what are we going to do with it and I'm like I don't know <laughs> <laughs> does he nitpick or she does they do they nitpick no she's uh she's a musician as well mm. so Lizzie Andrews um down in the Dimchurch area sort of where I live um, she's a local musician as well so she totally gets what it's like to record and stuff and we've always been because we've already recorded one album together she's we both know how we work together mm. and we're not afraid to kind of say oh that works or this doesn't work kind of thing okay well um, let's, ha- <clears throat> let's have your first uh, live song okay um, so this is Oh My Girl and it's for my uh, from my new album
Oh My Girl there from Izzy B. Uke. And uh, she'll be doing a second live song in around about 10 minutes' time. And we're going to have that live on Facebook. You'll be able to watch that as well as uh, listening to it. So Oh My Girl there from Izzy uh, B. Uke. We're going to play a brand new artist for the show now. It's called. It's from The song is called Kaleidoscope and it's from an artist called Katie Kittermaster. Hi, I'm comedian Andy Onions and you're listening to the Kieran Paul Sessions. Worst jobby wobby, worst jobby wobby, worst, worst, worst. Worst jobby wobby, worst jobby wobby, worst. So this section, Worst Jobby Wobby, is where we ask our guests the strangest, most peculiar jobs they've ever done. So comedian Paul Merrick, tell us about your worst jobby wobby. Right, my worst jobby wobby, well, there's two, really. I mean, I've done lots of terrible jobs over the years, I've done lots of jobs. Um, but it, it's toss up really between... Um, being being Father Christmas and being Easter Bunny, both mm. obviously skilled costume work. Mm-hmm. You've got to be trained for many years to to to. to. Obviously, Father Christmas does exist. It was just mm-hmm. me dressing up in um, Wood Green Shopping City, the Christmas of 1989, as a 24 year old at the time, <laughs> very thin 24 year old. You won't believe it now, but I was in those days. So I was a very skinny, short looking Father Christmas. Um, and the kids in those days, because in sh- Wood Green Shopping City, which is a rough old shopping centre would come out of school and stand and hurl abuse and throw things at you from the balcony. Even above, if you're dressed above, up Santa Claus. Above the grotto, yeah. I was a particularly good target as, as I held, a, held, <laughs> held abuse back at them as they pelted me with missiles and various things. So it was a fairly grim job. It really was. I used to look forward most of all to something. You know, when a child was sick, which sometimes they were, they cleared the grotto for a good half an hour so I could go and have a fag <laughs> out the back. That was... That was the best thing that happened. But that also, <laughs> that ruined the child's Christmas. Being but, but it did them. lead to me working as Easter Bunny when I was living in Australia oh. for a bit. So I yeah. was also an Easter Bunny. Which do was, they? Was that oh, wow. like? Do you get to give a reference? Like, do they say like? I, I had it on it my work? CV that I'd been for yeah. the Christmas, and bizarrely they said we've got an opening for an Easter Bunny. Um, and yeah, I spent um, a couple of weeks walking around the streets of Sydney to through their sort of financial business district, going to offices and delivering chocolate stressed as a rabbit oh, wow. and re- reading really a hot. poem to HR managers it was yeah it was fairly grim very very hot as well yeah you don't want to that costume. like full body full body full rabbit. body oh so I took my head off a lot walking through the streets which sort of heightened the effect I think in some ways as I Oh, yeah. a dissolute looking figure walking through the streets yeah. of Sydney. Why did you have to read a poem? Sorry. It was it was for a job agency that had um, they whichever company I'd been to had been using. Right. So it was like a little thank you to them. It was a really you know, terrible little poem I'd read and give them a box of chocolates and, and they'd cheer the rabbit and I'd walk out again. So the rabbit would go into the building. We'll go to the building, go to the reception. Find, go to reception, ask for the HR person. Ask to get to the right person. You had to get the right person. It was like, you know, big business this. And um, then security think this is perfectly normal. We're not going to challenge this. <laughs> they didn't ever seem bothered. There will never be any kind of threat from rabbits. Um, so, yeah, so they just take you through to an office where you'd um, be mused looking <laughs> HR manager be confronted with a rabbit with some chocolates and a terrible poem. Um, I did it for a couple of weeks, yeah. So it was, it was, it was a grim job, like walking around Sydney dressed as the rabbit. And then what happened, like with because the, there was a uh, the gay oh, yes. lesbian Mardi Gras game. Oh, that's right. Time, so it was there? just after the, the gay and lesbian Mardi Gras, and, and Sydney was it's early nineties, so um, it still wasn't as sort of PC a place as it is probably now. And um, I was sat in a cafe with my rabbit's head on the table, dressed in full rabbit suit, other than that, and drinking a drink, just drip, dripping with sweat. And I saw this guy looking at me. And he was clearly took offence at the fact that I was walking around the streets dressed as a <laughs> rabbit, um, quite oddly. And a big redneck type guy in shorts. And he, he came up to me and said, 
you people disgust me. Oh <laughs> I my said, God. What rabbits? Have, <laughs> you, have you uh, have you ever wonderful. when you were doing your costume work, like both yeah. as the rabbit and Santa, and do you ever yeah. have kids run up to you and say like, I don't believe in you? Yeah, oh, Father yeah. Christmas, you had lots, like, lots of children. I, I, I had to work, sort of put um, them right. Yeah. Two years in a row now, I've worked at uh, the reindeer centre. All right. Um, okay. Dressed as as a, an elf, and normally people bring their kids who actually believe it, but when some, when they bring the older sibling, they go up like, I don't believe you. We, but we all know yeah. he. he does exist, yeah. don't oh we? Oh yeah, yeah, he does definitely exist. Does definitely exist. I, oh, I dressed up as Olaf yeah. as well for it, one. In Wood Green Shotty City, half the audience, well, people credit were actually um, Greek pensioners. Who'd, oh, um, wow. th- he had lots of Greek, a big Greek area at the time. We'd come over for Christmas, and you get a huge queue of Greek pensioners <laughs> waiting to come and sit with you well, and have their picture one taken. Of my, um, one of my friends, um, ages ago, uh, actually my sister's best friend, uh, my sister found out she was pregnant, so she couldn't go and do it, but my right. um, her friend used to do a lot of frozen parties ah, and frozen. Um, they asked me to to be Olaf and the amount of kids who would go up to you and say I don't believe in you <laughs> and you're just like you can't say anything can you so you can't. sort of have of to like talk it away it, it's all true it's all, <laughs> it true. Is all true it's all true so yes yeah, so a costume work I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it I wouldn't recommend oh, it so yeah. I do, I do, I do feel for them have you ever seen Bad yeah. Santa Yes, I, I was close mm. to getting getting to that yeah. kind of feeling. It gets to that point, doesn't it? Makes does, you yeah. a bit more cynical. I was terribly sometimes. hungover some mornings. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what's the, the National Sheepdog Trials? Oh, that was a, that was a sh- <laughs> that was a ridiculous show I did I know, only a few weeks back. Yeah, I, for some reason, um, an agent in in Suffolk got in touch with me and said, "Would you do a gig at the um, the National Sheepdog Trials comedy tent?" Which wasn't a comedy tent for people attending the National Sheepdog Trials. Ju- it was just for the shepherds. Right for the show. Did they have like the old crooked things? Like well, there were some. We've Are they <laughs> called crooked? There were, there were some. They, were not, they weren't like little baby people. There were some actually. You could tell you're a shepherd. Um, but they all stayed in the bar, and very few of them actually ventured into the comedy tent. Oh, sadly, no. it was torrential rain, um, and I think most of them stayed in there. In their in their B and B's or wherever it was, they were. They, were so they got paid in front of about nine shepherds <laughs> and about eight comedians. Surely shepherds are the nice. best people. That, like when you do a gig, you kind of get the idea of, of promoting it. You go and herd people in. Surely oh, shepherds oh, are like yeah, the yeah. ultimate people oh, to do that. Well, it's a gift, isn't it, for for playing at shepherds? But um, in terms of what you can say, you've got to be careful. Obviously, there's a lot's been done, and there's, there's yeah, certain, I, certain areas you don't want to touch. Too well, I don't know. It, was, it didn't really didn't really pan out that it became a <laughs> night to explore those areas. Um, but it was. Yeah, it was one of the worst gigs. I've done some shockers in my oh, time, but it was one of the worst. Did you have a gig to one person? Yes, I, I, yes. I've <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> this was a night in Whitechapel um, where, um, yeah, there's about six or seven comics turned up. Clearly, no audience were turning up on a Monday night, a rainy Monday night in, in Whitechapel. So we said, well, why don't we just do it for each other as a practice or whatever? I said, yeah, as long as we all stick around. And I was on last, of course. They all left yeah and left yeah, the, so it was, it was the mc and the barman so the barman was the only genuine audience member it could be called classed as none really because he wasn't actually a genuine audience he had to be there <laughs> it's <laughs> it's just this image of you <laughs> saying <laughs> saying a joke and then one person oh, in yeah, the background it, going it, ah! it was, it was yeah, <laughs> that's right yeah desperately trying to crack a smile <laughs> um to try not make me feel so terrible but yeah yeah, they've had some 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 shockers. I really have, Kieran. But um, it's all part of it. It's all part it of is. the rich tapestry mm-hmm. of being yeah, being an open mic sort it. of semi pro comedian. Yeah. Well, let's uh, do the second live song uh, from Izzy Bu. Now, I mean, because gig these these sort of things like this radio live session. So we did it. I say we did it a hundredth one last time. So this is the hundred and first essentially. Yay. And it's really strange though. It must be for you because essentially 
so our studio, you've got the two guests there and then me. Two guests side of one side of the desk and then me. You're just gigging to me, essentially, because you can't see the listeners. So like, you're just, Oh, yeah. Isn't that, is that really weird? Um, I mean, I've played a few sort of more intimate gigs and stuff, but yeah, it's more embarrassing. I tend to have one of those phases as well that if I get embarrassed, I go red really easily too. Mm. Like quite a lot in when I was in a secondary school, I'd have people go because I've... I've because I've got my, my red hair, people go, you've got as red as your face. And it's oh like, dear. no, I can feel it. So yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's more kind of like the visual part of my face has gone red, but I feel fine gigging. Well, I've got some excellent news for you because we're about to see this song on Facebook Live. So good luck with that. Um, I'm, so I'm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no pressure. If you, uh, if you do want to watch this, um, the second half song, uh, go on to the Miskin Radio Facebook page. It's M-I-S-K-I-N and you'll be able to see the uh, song as as Izzy does it. So Izzy, I'll let you introduce your, your second live song. Okay, um, so this uh, song is called Wisdom Teeth and it's from my, uh, my first album called Growing Pains. Butterflies and fireworks Remember when first fought There were no words that could save us And now nine months Isn't easy, no, no, 
But I know that love isn't easy, no, no. But I know that love isn't easy, no, no. I know that love isn't easy, oh, I know that love isn't easy. The gateway to your community, Miskin Radio. Hello, Kieran here. Thank you for downloading. If you get your podcast on iTunes, don't forget to click the subscribe button so you get a free podcast delivered to you every Thursday of our best bits from that week's show. And also, on iTunes, do leave a review as well. We love those. And on Facebook, there's loads of video content you can watch as well. Just search the Kieran Paul Sessions. Bye-bye.